Get set, listeners. Today, I'm giving you my Ready Player One review. Press start, and we'll jump into the Oasis. Welcome, listeners, to... A mark on cinema, where we talk about anything and everything that has left its mark on cinema. Welcome to the show. My name is Mark. What's up? How's it going? I hope you're having a good day. We're going to be talking about Ready Player One. Um, I did read this book, so uh, kind of getting ready for the movie, and there's some differences. And uh, maybe I'll get into those, but um, in general, this is going to be my review. So... Uh, to start with, this is such a fun movie. I'm I'm not kidding. This is I had such a good time watching this movie. There's so much, um, just it feels like a just a fun time for anybody that's a fan of almost everything that's out there: music, movies, video games, books. I mean, everything that you could think of was in this movie. Um, you'll you'll see moments with like the DeLorean from Back to the Future, you'll see Tracer from Overwatch, you'll see uh, moments from very popular films, some great music from the 80s. It's just a good time of a movie. I just loved it. I'm going to give you a short synopsis of what the movie is. So, in the distant future, VR has become a huge thing. A guy named um, Halliday has created a virtual world called the Oasis. And in the Oasis, you can be and do almost anything and everything. And then there's a moment or there's a day when Halliday dies. And on his death, a video released saying that there are three keys out in the Oasis. And you have to find all three keys and you can have you have control of the oasis along with the estate of Halliday. So we have our main character Percival. Um, that's his uh, avatar's name. Wade Watts, played by Tysh. Ooh, I, I belt burped. <laughs> um, Ty Sheridan plays Percival slash Wade, and then we also have his best friend. Um, uh, H slash Helen, um, Lana Wa- uh, Waith, she does an awesome job, um, and then we also have Artemis, played by uh, Olivia Cook. And her Artemis is her real her her um, VR or Oasis avatar. Her real name is Samantha. These three are kind of our main characters, along with. Um, uh, Mark Rylance playing Holiday, and uh, Ben Mendelsohn playing the basically the main bad guy Sorrento. And these three have to find the keys to help save the Oasis from IOI, which is a company ran by Sorrento that wants to monetize the Oasis. Right now, it's just free to whoever uh, wants to use it. And Along the way, you run into 
or you see a lot of what influenced Halliday to make the Oasis. Stuff like uh, Back to the Future, um, a lot of 80s stuff, um, movies from the 80s, music from the 80s, mainly 80s things, uh, because that's the time he grew up. But that's that's mainly the story there. Um, I just enjoyed watching this movie. I, I just had a fun time. Um, there are some differences in the book, but obviously they can't do everything in the book, in the film. They've got to compact it. But I didn't feel like things were too off from the transition from the book to the movie. I really, really just, and it just did my nerdy heart, um, a good, like, good feeling. Like, I, I really loved this movie. Had a good time watching it. Um, one of the main cons of the, of the movie, though, I didn't really feel anything for the main character of Percival, or Slash Wade. Uh, I was just kind of long for the ride with that. Um, I did like Artemis, though. I thought she was awesome. She was an amazing, amazing character. Just, I don't know, it's something that I sided more with her than I did Percival. But, um, I don't know, there's, she's more, she's more in the limelight of, on the same level as Percival in the movie than she was in the book, which I liked a lot more. She's she's pretty much a badass in the whole movie. She she knows how to just she knows all these Easter egg or like all this trivia that helps get further in the in the story and find these these um uh keys to get to the Easter egg. I I don't I don't know. She was she was really awesome. And another thing is the uh, Halliday. Uh Mark Rylance did an amazing job playing um, Halliday. I mean, he almost stole the show. He's such a good actor. I I loved every moment that he was on screen and the way he pulled off Halliday. It it felt very much like in the book. And just, man, I I loved every moment he was on screen. Even when he was in his Oasis um, avatar as... uh, uh, Enrock, I think is his avatar's name. And I I wish I saw more of Halliday in this movie, but I think it was just enough. I really wanted to see more of Artemis, though, because she was such a strong character. And I have to say that this movie is worth seeing just for one of the ending fight scenes with... Um, a Gundam that shows up from the uh, Mobile Suit Gundam anime. Oh, it was, it was shot so well, it felt like an anime. It felt like an anime sequence within this film, just the way they shot it. The, the zooming in on the, on just how how the the Gundam moved and, and fought, and it felt so much like I was watching the anime again. But probably the best thing about this film was that Spielberg directed this. I don't think anybody could have pulled off the way that this should have felt 
more than Spielberg. He made it feel like a classic Spielberg film with the way he shoots and the way he he has the actors placed and how they fall into frame and just oh man action sequences are amazing he has stuff just flying all over the place but it's not too disorienting especially this car chase scene at the beginning just awesome i i really loved that um there's just some great moments within that um within that chase with the kong and other cars and uh, the t-rex from jurassic park such a such a cool moment and no one could have pulled it off like spielberg it was such a perfect fit for this film loved every every moment of that and then um the music to it felt spielbergian too and he's worked with um the sound designer or the um music supervisor for this um alan silverstein i believe is his last name he he nailed this movie with conjunction of how a spielberg film should feel along with that nostalgic feel of like the scores from uh, back to the future or from like willy wonka and the chocolate factory it's there's some great moments of just how the music comes in with these sequences i just a lot of i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about because a lot of people uh see this movie as like oh it's just a bunch of it's like the easter egg movie they just put a ton of references in there and that's all it's gonna be is just references Uh, but this is kind of like the movie that i feel like i've wanted to see um not as like it's gonna win any oscars or anything but if you could pull stuff from different films and music from different eras and video games and mash it all into one movie and you had access to all of it like you could you could do stuff from like Blade Runner and pull it into a mo- into this world with you know the DeLorean and Gundam suits and Ninja Turtles and like Batman it's a amazing combination of all these things that you could just it's like being a kid again you could pull your favorite toys out and play with them and you get to see that on the screen like i can have you know uh, i don't know batman fight with the power rangers or something or you could have uh ninja turtles fighting with the spartans from halo it it doesn't you had it felt like you didn't have to worry about copyright issues watching this film it was a perfect kind of sandbox of all the toys that you wanted to play with as a kid growing up at least for me it felt like that um i hope that everyone else feels that way too that this is a that it's not just a reference fest and and Easter eggs and blah blah that you just enjoy seeing all your kind of childhood things or you grew up on it or you like on the screen with all the other stuff that you like you're not just you know cornered to this one world like it was if um 
if it, they only had license to the Overwatch characters, that you would only see the Overwatch characters in there. But now you get to see them running along the Street Fighter characters, or you get to see the Batmobile driving next to the Mach 5 from Speed Racer. It's just a fun movie to watch all this stuff come together and, and be in the same world. It it makes me want to watch it again. It It really does, just to see all them on the screen together. I don't think I have to really um, say spoilers for this film. Um, I think everyone knows how this film's going to work out, but it's just the enjoyment of watching the journey of this film all the way to the end. It's such a good time. I I really, really loved it. Um, if you haven't seen it and you are into just, just about any fandom, really, you'll love this film. And it kind of just, you know, made me feel good just watching it. I, I just, I mean, it's not going to win any Oscars or is it going to be, you know, um, a five-star film or anything like that. But it's just a good time. And it's one of the best times I've had in a, in a movie in a long time. Um, just felt happy watching it. It's such, such a great film to relax and put a smile on your face and have those moments of, whoa, I can't believe they did that, or this is awesome. I can't, I can't believe what I'm watching right now. It's such a good time, and there's some great funny moments in it, and the action sequences are great, and it just feels like a Spielberg just sweeped up everything he could and decided to make a, a fun film. I really enjoyed this movie. Go out and see it. It's it's really fun. Um, that's all I can really say. It's just watch it, enjoy it, have a good time. After watching this movie, Ready Player One, I really wanted to talk about just enjoying going to see a movie. The enjoyment of cinema in general. What it feels like to go see a movie that you just purely love. There's there's no other feeling like that out there. It could be a bad movie, it could be a good movie, it could be somewhere in the middle. But something about that movie touched you and made you have a good time no matter if it's a movie that pulls at your heartstrings and really really like makes you cry or makes you feel nostalgic for you, for your childhood or it's just a fun time. There is something about cinema that stands out against the the medium that's out there. I mean, nothing, nothing to put them down, but there's something about cinema that really stands out as a as a medium that just makes you feel something. That really something about seeing seeing it on 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 a big screen or a screen of any kind and that just you know comes to life and connects with you there's something that is just totally different than any other type of medium seeing characters go through 
stuff that maybe you are going through or seeing something that just puts a smile on your face in, in a, you know, a chase sequence or a joke or just a happy moment. There's something about movies that that will pull that out of you. And maybe that's a horror film, a comedy, or uh, a drama, or suspense film. Everyone has different taste, and no matter what it is, it makes them happy. And these films, to them, you know, that... That's what makes them happy. That's what connects with them. And no matter what film it is, I think that you should um, take pride in that. Take joy in having a favorite movie or a movie that is a guilty pleasure or a, a show or something that relaxes you or calms you down or just puts you in a good mood. I think everyone needs that. And don't let anybody put you down for that. Because you enjoy this, even if it's bad, or even if it's just a pretentious film, or it's just an okay film. No matter what it is, you get enjoyment out of it. Just, you know, don't, don't like, pressure people, don't push people into, into, like, oh, this movie's way better than your movie, blah, blah. Everyone has their own taste, and they enjoy those movies. They enjoy those movies for a reason. No matter what it is, if they just want to watch, you know, uh, <laughs> the 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 Dark Man series, or um, you know, the Fast and Furious, or something like that, or the Freddy the Freddy Krueger movies, something about those movies they connect with, and they just enjoy. You don't have to put people down for that. I think everyone has some type of movie that they just connect with. I know I'm repeating myself over and over again, but I hope you get like the the um, the idea I'm trying to go across here. Cinema is about enjoying a story, seeing something come to life on screen, told through the camera, the music, the characters, just have a good time. There's nothing. There's nothing um, wrong with hating a movie or loving a movie. Just have a good time. That's what movies are meant meant for: telling story and enjoying that story. Finding something new that you may love or hate, but doesn't mean you have to dislike the film if you didn't, if you hated the subject or love the subject. If you don't like a movie, it's okay. You don't have to, you know, put so much into hating that movie. Move on to the next one. It wasn't for you. It's okay. But maybe it's for someone else. Maybe they like that movie. If not, just, you know, put it aside and move on to the next movie. There's so many good movies out there. So many good TV shows. Something something will connect with you. Don't let, um, don't let just like, 
what a movie says or does put you down. I think that's that's okay if it doesn't, you know, match up to your expectations or anything, but it's just a movie. You know, maybe someone else likes it. Maybe you don't. That's okay. Move on to the next one. There's so many good ones out there. Really just enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. With that being said, I'm going to close this up and really um, all I got to say is just go watch a movie. Have fun. That's uh, life short. You know, have a good time. Eat some popcorn. Watch a movie or a TV show with some friends. Have fun.